Well, hello, well, hello. How do you doing, Body of Christ? Welcome to my show. This is Joseph Brownlee of Connecting the Dots. Joseph Brownlee of Connecting the Dots. Before I go any further, I just want to thank everyone that tunes in to my show and listen to my podcast. It's very important for me, and it should be very important to you to get an understanding of God's Word. So I thank you all for tuning in to my podcast. I really appreciate that, okay? All right, without further ado, I want to get straight into this teaching. And I just want to say hello to everyone. Hello to all my listeners that's abroad, especially my new listeners from Spain and also from the Philippines and also Germany. I thank you. God bless you all for tuning in to my teaching of Connecting the Dots, where I try to just uh, teach the Bible rightly divided and try to get... Uh, teach God's ways in the right way that it should be studied rightly divided okay rightly divided God's words by connecting the dots connecting the dots meaning just connecting all the verses and all the teachings in God's word together so it can make sense to the normal listener they won't be so confusing okay all right I've been doing a teaching on uh, what is dispensationalism and uh, you probably listened to my last podcast but that's the teaching that I'm doing now on uh, what is dispensationalism. And I want to continue with that. Like I said, I broke it down through a few segments. It might be two, and it just might be three segments because it's, it's nothing that you can run right through. You know, you need to get a good understanding what dispensational teaching means because it's, it's, been mis- it's been abused. It's been uh, overplayed by some dispensationist teachers. I have to confess that, and uh, that's why I don't like anyone calling me uh, a dispensationalist or anything like that and, you know and I want to get I want to get a teaching out there and I want someone to understand what does dispensationalism really means and as I educate you I always educate myself you know my famous line I know I say this repetitiously when I learn I teach what I when I learn I teach okay and before I get to the second segment of what is dispensationalism I want you to understand I am here in my studio my studio for now and i will be uh recording you know right here on my uh on my phone so you're going to hear some certain sounds i i i, I stand in a place where the air condition comes on and depends on the season but it's right in, it's summer now so you will hear the air condition come on once in a while and just and just remember it's not the audio and it's not the radio it's not the radio it's not the audio it's just the sounds and a, a certain effects you hear from the heater that's coming on behind me okay all right i'm going to go ahead and i'm going to continue on this teaching of what is dispensationalism? Second Timothy two and fifteen says to study to show thyself approved, a workman that needs not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Let me read that again. Second Timothy two and fifteen says study to show thyself approved, a workman that needs not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. 
So before I even start, I'm gonna let you know I'm gonna like I said before, I'm gonna keep these in short segments and I want I'm gonna try to go as slow as I can. And I'm reading from notes. So just bear with me. I am reading from notes. And the scriptures that I put out there, I'm not gonna quote a lot of them, a lot of the scriptures verbatim. So but I want you to have a pen. First of all, have your Bible, King James preferably. You can get the best out of this teacher if you have a King James Bible. Follow along and I'm gonna be quoting some scriptures and I would like for you to write those scriptures down, really write the verses down that I put out there before you and that way you can go back to the verses you can read them through yourselves so you won't think I'm just saying anything and all of this teaching that I'm doing is coming from Jojo okay so believe me get your King James Bible get your notebook and get your pen or pencil or whatever and just write these scriptures down please to get the best meat out of this teaching today i would try to keep it about 15 to 20 minutes if i go a little longer excuse me but i would try to keep it at least about 15 to 20 minutes maybe 20 minutes you know okay if you use god's words god's way there would be no contradictions listen to what i said if you use god's word the way it's supposed to be used there would be no contradictions and no confusion the bible will only make sense if you approach it the way god designed it to be studied Now, listen to what I just said. Listen to this. If you approach the God's God's word the right way, the way God designed you to approach it or study, you will not be confused of understanding God's word. And that's going to take studying, not just reading. That's going to take studying. Now, what we're what I'm teaching today is on dispensationalism. Now, what is dispensationalism? Dispensationalism, to put it in a, in a, in a layman's term, just means a program that God has got you in, or a stewardship, or a management, or something like that that God has got you to do for Him at that particular time, and not so much time, but that, at that particular moment, God might use certain prophets, ministers, saints. Or whatever for a certain purpose and his and his and a certain purpose in his move and what he want to do in their lives in the Bible. So that's what dispensing, that's what dispensationalism has a little uh, breakdown. If you want to go back, go to my uh, my first podcast and we'll break it down even more. But I'm just I'm just trying to uh, refresh your mind. What does dispensation mean? Dispensation mean a stewardship or a management or a program that God has called someone to do at a particular time. Okay. All right. So if you if you read and study God's way the right way rightly divided you should not be confused. Oh no, that's why you need to read uh Second Timothy two and fifteen, which is wrote by the Apostle Paul. Excuse for those sound effects. They always seem to come. Always seems to come when I'm doing some studying. Only time they seem like they seem to come is when I'm doing some studying. Then all these texts come in. Wow, is that a coincidence or what? I don't know. But anyway, you know, continuing. Study to show thyself approved to God a workman that needs not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. You must rightly divide God's word. And what, what this, this passage is talking about is rightly dividing God's word, not other coats, not other faiths. We know that plainly, to stay away from that. But it's rightly dividing God's word, truth from truth, truth from truth. The gospel of the kingdom of heaven from the gospel of the grace of God, grace of God, and other doctrines. We must learn how to rightly divide. So if it's a way to rightly divide, you know it's also a way to wrongly divide God's word, okay? All right, see, this 2 Timothy 2 and 15 is the only verse in the Bible that tells you to study. 
The Bible tells you to study it. When you rightly divide the word of truth, you are recognizing the distinctions, the divisions that God has made in his word. Let me just repeat that. When you rightly divide the word of truth, listen to this, you are recognizing the distinctions and the divisions that God has made in his word. You recognize the differences when you study God's word rightly divided. Through various dispensations, through various dispensations, let me slow down, sets of directions, God gave different instructions to various groups of people. For instance, compare the different diets that God gave in Genesis. Okay, write these scriptures down. 1, 27 to 29. Genesis 9, 1 and 4. Leviticus 11 and 2. And 1 Timothy 4, 3 and 5. Let me read those scriptures again. These are about the dietary uh, dietary things that have to do with fast eating. And you're going to notice they're all different, different compared to themselves. Which is Genesis 1, 27 and 29. Genesis 9, 1 and 4. And Leviticus 11 and 2. And 1 Timothy 4, 3 and 5. Please write those scriptures down. Write those verses down and go back and read them. We must be careful to never insert directions into the dispensations in which they were never given. Confusion results when we continue all of the Bible's instructions as though they were spoken to one group of people. Now listen to what I'm writing these, I'm reading these notes I wrote down. Okay, I mean, these notes I'm reading. We have a problem at putting the whole Bible into one basket or to one pot, as Les Feldick, one of my teachers, likes to say. And then we try to put everything and we try to apply, apply all of the Bible to our life for the body of Christ today. And then we wonder how come there's so much confusion and why does the Bible seem to contradiction, contradict itself? We might not admit, admit that, but the Bible sometimes seems to contradict itself and we wonder why. Because we try to put the whole Bible and apply it to ourselves, as simple as that. As they were spoke as if they were spoken to a group of people or the same group of people, which is not the way the Bible teaches. Okay, there goes the uh, air conditioning coming on. So excuse me for that. There are several dispensations in Scripture given to different people, like I was saying earlier, at various times, and we must never confuse them. And this, the very failure to rightly divide the word of truth, that gives rise to all of the conflicting doctrines what we discussed in our introductory remarks. Okay, remember I discussed that earlier and everything, okay? So let us now discuss the basics of rightly dividing the word of truth. There are two programs in God's word. Remember I was telling you about that. Now I'm going to talk about the two programs, you know. Like I said, I'm going to try to keep this at least 20 minutes, okay? There are two programs in God's words. Go to Genesis 1 and 1, the King James Version, and read Genesis 1 and 1. The first verse in the Bible reads, In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. Now, if you got another translation besides, translation besides the King James Version, those versions will say heavens, plural. I don't got nothing against that and everything because I can understand where they're coming from. It says heaven. But the King James, for a specific reason, says heaven and earth, meaning singular. Okay? Meaning singular, not plural. Okay, the first verse in the Bible reads, In the beginning God created the heaven and the earth, King James reads. God divides the heaven from the earth. This is a true this is true even at the end of Bible in the end of the Bible, Revelation twenty one. Revelation twenty one and one, which means, you know, from the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. 
And after Genesis all the way going to Revelation, everything is based on the renewing of the earth. Now, until you get to Acts 9, when it, uh, when it transitions to the Apostle Paul, Paul is the only one bring up the heavenly places to talk about going to heaven for the body of Christ and also some Jews. He talks about the heavenly places, but all the way from Genesis to Acts 9, Acts 9 through the Apostle Paul is basically on the rebuilding of the earth, of the new heaven and earth and, uh, and the program that's supposed to be for the, the Jewish, you know, the Jewish people, you know, uh, that's going to be dwelling here on earth, you know, when you go through Genesis and all the way to Acts 9. But after you get through Acts 9 and go through Paul's Romans through Philemon, the epistles of Paul, which mostly talk about the heavenly places, you go through Hebrews, you go through James, and you go to First and Second Peter, First Peter, First and Second, Third John, and the Book of Revelation is back on is back to the earthly program for Israel, which is the kingdom, of, which is the kingdom of heaven program. So I want you to understand that, okay? Furthermore, God has designed one program to operate in each of these realms. There are two programs in the Bible, the prophetic program and the mystery program. Those two programs, which is the prophetic program is the coming of the kingdom of heaven program and the mystery program is the gospel of the grace of God, which was a mystery hidden in God before the world was formed, okay? The Listen to what Apostle Peter says in Acts 3 and 21. Read that, please. Acts 3 and 21, King James Version, that he is preaching that which God has spoken by the mouth of all his holy prophets since the world began. In other words, Peter is saying the, uh, the prophesied program, the foretelling program, the program for Israel was prophesied, was foretold before the world began, or since the world began, excuse me. That was prophesied. So it was, for, it was foretold. So uh, many readers and all the, the Jews, they knew what was going to come in the future for them because it was already foretold. That's in Acts 3.21 by Apostle Peter. But you go to the Apostle Paul, which he writes in Romans 16.25, that he is preaching according to the revelation of the mystery, which was kept secret since the world began, but now is made known to all other prophets and men. Okay. Now, one, let's go. Let's, let's, let me take this slowly. If you go to Acts 3 and 21, this is called comparative verses now. So comparative verses, Acts 3 and 21, compare that with Romans 16, 25. And you will notice that Acts 3 and 21 says that God has spoken the kingdom of heaven program. I'm just paraphrasing to all his holy prophets, which was prophesied since the world began. Okay. That's from the Apostle Peter. That's what you'll find in Acts 3 and 21, King James Version, Acts 3 and 21. But you go to the Apostle Paul, when he writes in Romans 16 and 25, the King James Version, he said, this secret of the mystery, the forming of the body of Christ, making everyone as one, was kept secret since the world began. So when Peter said the holy prophets prophesying about, you know, the kingdom of heaven was for the holy prophets to prophesy since the world began. So one was prophesied, foretold, in other words, and the other one was kept secret. Okay, those are the two differences between Peter's teaching and Paul's teachings and also Jesus' earthly ministry teaching compared to Jesus' heavenly ministry teaching, which he revealed to the Apostle Paul. I know this sounds confusing, but just bear with me, okay? I'm going somewhere, all right? Now, 
Reading, the prophetic program focuses on the nation Israel and an earthly kingdom. Okay, that, that says it plainly. The foretold program focuses on the focuses on the nation Israel and an earthly kingdom. You'll find it in Exodus 19, 5 and 6 and Deuteronomy 4.20. Okay, the prophetic program focuses on the nation of Israel, their earthly kingdom for Israel, for the Jews only. You can find that in Exodus 19, 5 and 6 and Deuteronomy 4.20. Now, where the Gentiles, the non-Jews, receive salvation through that kingdom is found in Isaiah 16, 1 and 3. In other words, it's the way that, it's a way that the Gentiles can also receive their salvation by becoming a proselyte. And you can find that all that and how they become, became saved back in time past. You'll find that in Isaiah 61 and 3. Isaiah 61 and 3. Write these scriptures down and read them and you'll get an idea where I'm going with this. Isaiah 60 and 13. But on the other hand, this is a mystery program, the Body of Christ program for the day. The mystery program focuses on the church, the body of Christ. So remember the body of Christ is not the same as Israel's program, the kingdom of heaven program. The body of Christ is the mystery that was only revealed to the Apostle Paul through Jesus' heavenly ministry when he ascended up into heaven. So I hope you got that. So let me just say that again. The mystery program focuses on the body of Christ and the heavenly kingdom. Remember, there's an earthly kingdom. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. There's an earthly kingdom, and there's a heavenly kingdom. One is for Israel's program on earth, and one is for the body of Christ in the heavenlies. That's why you have an earthly kingdom and a heavenly kingdom, okay? Listen deeply what I'm trying to say. I'm trying to go slowly, okay? And you will find that in Ephesians, the heavenly kingdom will be in Ephesians 2, 6-7, Ephesians 1, 22-23. Repeating, you'll find the heavenly kingdom spoken of in Ephesians by the Apostle Paul, the body of Christ, in Ephesians 2, 6 and 7, and Ephesians 1, 22 to 23. Please read those. That's the only way. Not by me just quoting them. These verses, you just writing them down, reading them. You'll get the, you'll get, you'll get the information and you get the revelation of what I'm talking about, okay? So that's where the Gentiles receive salvation without Israel's program, okay? You'll find it in Romans 11, 11. That's when uh, Israel's was set aside. Israel program was set aside in the book of Romans 11, 11, 12 to 25. Romans 11, 11, 12 to 25. That's the fall or the setting aside or the postponement of the Israel's. Romans 11, 12 to 25. Israel's program was postponed. You postponed. I keep saying post. My pronunciation is not good. But postponed in Romans 11, 12 to 25. So surely, if we if we are to avoid confusion, we must keep those two programs and their respective directions separated. Okay, that's what rightly divided coming in. That's why I always mention saints are uh, being uh, rightly divided because you must differentiate and rightly divide the two programs. The gospel of the kingdom of heaven is for Israel and the gospel of the grace of God is for the church today, the Gentiles and some and some Jews. I just believe the majority of the Gentiles is in the body of Christ. The majority of it is Gentile, but it is some Jews because there's only one way to be saved now, and that's believing in the death, burial, resurrection of Jesus Christ, 1 Corinthians 15, 1-4. Okay? So you must Learn to diff- rightly divide the two programs, the gospel of the kingdom, he- kingdom of heaven and the gospel of the grace of God.
But I'm just going to admit, sadly, most of Christendom that's today combines all of these Bible verses into one program. That's the problem. That's why it's so much confusion. I used to be confused. I've been saved over 30-something years now, but I've been rightly divided about a little over three and a half years. So, And it took me a while to get this, this mystery that was taught to me, but I had to be willing to want to learn. I had to be willing to want to understand. So I just opened up my mind and my heart, and I, I never understood the Bible more than I understood the Bible like I do today. It's just incredible. Thank God for his, his, his understanding of God's word. Okay. So most of Christendom combines all of these Bible verses in one program. This is also what most Christians do, including what I used to do. Ignoring the differences, the differences between the program that involves Israel's kingdom and the mystery program. Let me repeat that. We start ignoring the differences between the program that involves Israel's kingdom and the mystery program that does not involve Israel's kingdom. Again, this haphazard handling of the Bible is the source of the spiritual confusion and the alleged Bible contradictions. So that's where a lot of the Bible contradictions come from when you start putting the two program programs together and you become confused. It's a lot more into this than I'm going to get into. So I'm going to slow down a little bit because I'm going to stop. And I'm going to continue on another segment because I want you guys to understand that for the young believers, some older believers too, but mainly for the young believers of dispensations, of mixing the Bible together, and you're going to become confused, all right? These directions were not given in the same dispensation. They were not given in the same time. They were not given in the same administration. They are separate. So the body of Christ program is not the same as the kingdom of heaven program for Israel. The body of the church today, the body of Christ, which is the gospel of the grace of God, salvation is not the same as the kingdom of heaven program, okay? They are different. We've got to stop mixing them together. Then we're going to understand how to rightly divide God's word. Okay, today the Apostle Paul writes that the prophetic prophetic program that was operated in the Old Testament. Now remember when uh, I mentioned the Old Testament. Now I don't know if you guys remember or any young ladies remember the Old Testament started when? It started in Exodus, around Exodus 24. The Old Testament didn't start in Genesis. Now that was time past, but when it came to the law the covenant was pulled out on, by Moses, the Old Testament started in Exodus 24. So always remember that Genesis is not considered the Old Testament. Genesis is considered the beginnings. Let me say that again. Genesis, the book of Genesis is not considered the Old Testament. It's considered the beginning. The old law, the covenant, the Old Testament started in Exodus 24. That's when the law came to hand. So before that, there was God was not imputing sin against no one. Imputing means he was not charging anyone with sin because there was no law to break. Okay, let me say that again. God was not charging anyone with no sin. You can read this up yourself and follow the Bible, connect the dots. He was not charging anyone with no sin. You can see that in the book of Romans. Paul breaks that down in Romans 5 and Romans 4. He breaks that down. And you got to read Romans. Very important to get that understanding, which this was only revealed to the Apostle Paul. No other prophet 
Peter, no one knew nothing about this. All this stuff you can get, you get this revealed only through the letters of the Apostle Paul, especially in the beginning of Romans, which talk about our position, our possession, and our personage, about our our life and what we should be doing. The book of Romans will break that down and understand our sinful nature. It will it will give us an understanding, excuse me, of our sinful nature. It will give you an understanding of what happened on the cross. And this has only been explained through the Apostle Paul through the book of Romans. Starting from 1 all the way going up to 9 when it transforms, it talks about Israel. So for all the way from 1 all the way up to 9, and stops, oh, let me say this, from 1, Romans 1, all the way up to 8, it's talking about our position in Christ, what happened on the cross. Now before that, you know, you cannot say you knew what exactly happened. You know Jesus died for our sins, but you didn't know nothing about the separations of the dispensations or the two programs or the mystery that he kept hid from Satan. Satan, he kept the mystery hid from Satan according to 1 Corinthians, but Satan knew about the prophesied program. That's why he thought he he had victory when he stopped Jesus on, when he so-called thought he stopped Jesus on the cross. So that was prophesied. He knew about Israel kingdom program he tried to stop that but he had no idea about the mystery the secret the heavenly program which was revealed through jesus heavenly ministry only to the apostle paul dispensation the dispensation of moses the dispensation of the apostles in jesus earthly ministry is not the same as paul's dispensation now the word dispensation again the program the stewardship, the administration, all three of those ministrations was different. Moses' program was different than Jesus' program on his earthly ministry. Jesus' earthly ministry program and the 12 apostles program, starting with John the Baptist, is not the same as the Apostle Paul program, but it's all ordained and taught by Jesus. But Jesus just taught two different programs, two different administrations, two different dispensations. He dispensed two different ways. Jesus' earthly ministry is not the same as Jesus' heavenly ministry. But it's the same Jesus. Let me repeat that so I can get this embedded in you. Jesus' earthly ministry is not the same as Jesus' heavenly ministry. Jesus' earthly ministry is teaching the gospel of the kingdom and also the 12 apostles, which was introduced to John the Baptist, also the apostle, the 12 apostles, Peter, James, and all of them, and Matthew, and all the apostles. Their teachings were different than Apostle Paul's teaching about the gospel program, two different gospels. There's several gospels in the Bible, but this is the main ones that people have a problem with. The gospel of the grace of God and the gospel of the kingdom of heaven. Two different type of dispensations. All right. Okay. I'm going to cut it short as I said. I promise I would try to keep this short and everything, but I'm going to finish reading my notes right here. Then I'm going to stop and I'm going to get back on another segment. Okay. All right. So there are contradictions. They are mixing opposing directions. God gave in different dispensations, different administrations, different programs, different managements. These directions were not given in the same dispensation. It was not given in the same dispensation to make it plain in the same administration, the same program. There are two different programs, those two. Okay. But today, the Apostle Paul writes that the prophetic program that was operated in the Old Testament or time past, the four Gospels and the early X period is temporarily suspended. Remember I was saying that. So, in other words, let me put it plainly. The earthly ministry 
what Jesus taught in the four Gospels, and it went on through the book of Acts through the 12 apostles, you know, Peter and all, the four Gospels, earthly ministry, the kingdom of heaven program is not in formation today. It's not in fruition of today. Why? Because it was postponed according to Romans 11, 11 to 25, which I read earlier. Okay. So the four ministry, the four gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, which is Matthew, Jesus as king, Mark, Jesus as servant, Luke, Jesus as man or the son of man, and, and John, Jesus as the son of God or Jesus as God. Two di- four different distinctions on the life of Jesus Christ. Looking at the two two different four different ways by the uh the different apostles and all the different disciples as they was called those four gospels was jesus earthly ministry are not the same the ministry he had taught to the apostle paul that gospel has been postponed until ages to come okay until in the future because of the disobedience of of israel and the jews okay i want you to get that straight all right so that gospel will not get you saved today because it's not no more in play it was only for israel yes that gospel was only for israel the gospel of the kingdom of heaven so you will not get your salvation for the go from the four gospels matthew mark luke and john it's going to hurt a lot of people it's going to shock a lot of people but i'm just trying to get you i'm trying to throw some truth out there so you won't be confused because you know there's some things you can read some things you can read in the Bible that will confuse you and everything okay so I want you to get your understanding alright I almost got distracted by a phone call right here but what I'm going to do right now I'm going to cut that short but I'm going to continue later on because I got a phone call coming in I, I hate that it might be an emergency but I'm going to get back on that teaching on what is dispensational and everything dispensationalism so I want you to remember that God bless you all this is Joseph Brownlee and connecting the dots Joseph Brownlee and connecting the dots and I will continue on what is dispensationalism I hope you guys and young ladies got these scriptures down and got them all down and understand it so god bless you all and tell the further teaching on what is dispensationalism this is joseph brownie god bless you love you all bye-bye